Hello again and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with RJ. If this is your first time listening, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. And if there is one, please hit that notification bell so you know exactly when we release brand new episodes. Today's episode is going to be talking about the answer to something we often hear people say. This is actually going to be the proof as to whether or not you do. Just about everyone says, I love my girlfriend or my boyfriend. I love my parents or I love my kids or I love God. So we're going to be talking about all that. So this is a little bit of an opportunity to have a self-analysis of whether or not we truly love dot, 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 whoever that may be. Now, I can easily say, oh, I love my fiance. I love her so much. I love my fiance. She's amazing. I love her. I love her. I love her. Baby, I love you. But if I say those words, they are nothing more than the sounds of vocal cords and hot breath. That's it. Unless I drink a a smoothie or a shake or something like that, then my breath isn't that hot. It's a little bit colder. But nonetheless, it's still vocal cords vibrating and they're nothing much, nothing more than just breath and words. Unless I show action. Action is what makes a word have the value that it has so if i say i love my fiance yet i'm going out there and i'm messing around with other women it doesn't matter what i'm saying my actions are showing that in fact i hate her and that i do not love her that i don't respect her that i don't respect myself and that i don't respect this other woman or this other person i'm seeking so that applies to everybody if you're in an open relationship to each his own you guys have set you have all set your standards for what is acceptable and not acceptable acceptable in a relationship that you in which you participate but this message is specifically more so for people who are in monogamous or you know one-on-one relationships romantically so if you say you truly love your significant other but you're stingy you won't share your stuff you won't share your food you won't get up and make them a play oh because they can make their own And I'm not talking about the women have to do that for men all the time. I'm talking about partners. You do that for each other. You're helping each other out. You're both washing laundry together, especially if you're living together. You guys are both taking care of the home. You guys are are, are cleaning. You guys are both a team. That shows love for each other. But if you say, I love this person, but you're lazy and they do everything themselves, you won't help them out because you'd rather play video games with your boys. Or you'd rather go uh, go out and hang out at a pub or or just have a good time drinking, getting drunk, and leaving your significant other on their own because you'd rather spend time with your buddies than them, you're showing that you don't love them. You're showing that you love your friends and these other things more than that person. If you're being unfaithful, you're showing that you don't love that person. And more than than you don't love that person, you're showing that you don't love yourself because you would rather have fun with or have quote unquote fun with this other individual rather than maintain integrity within yourself to do the honorable, monogamous and faithful thing. So if you don't love yourself, you're doing more damage to yourself because you're gonna find out when it's very inconvenient that this woman or this significant other that you had was the biggest loss of your life, your life. That stuff always comes to light when it's so inconvenient. When you need someone most of all, or when you are at the lowest part of your life, that's when the news that you hid so long comes to light. And it would really suck 
to be truly in love and truly be faithful but you know about about eight years ago you cheated and you know you had a one night stand with this person and you, you know you guys had a good time and but you stopped you stopped you never told your your significant other about it now you have kids your kids are you know you've been with your significant other for about 10 years now and you have kids that are about nine years old and 10 years old and you're so happy with her or your significant other you're just happy you're enjoying life and all of a sudden someone knocks on the door with a little child eight years old and then all of a sudden your, your significant other is going to walk to the door and be like uh what's going on and then that person's going to say this is your child i just want you to know you have a child and it's taking me a long time to let you know but i feel this person my child needs to know who is who his or her daddy is so the first question out of your significant other's mouth to that child is how old are you because they're going to want to know immediately is this child older than our relationship or are they younger because it's going to come out and then while you have a full-on family you're going to lose everything it, that's usually how it happens is it happens when you're thriving when you're doing the right thing when you're you're just you're you're elevating in life you are getting promoted you're succeeding everything is going so well that's when the secrets you locked in the closet just come just rushing out like a stampede and it just destroys the world around you the best way to keep that from happening is to maintain integrity and if you say i love you mean it through your actions that's how you know if you love your significant other in, in a romantic relationship if you are serving them you're not thinking of me if you do all you can to think of your significant other and your significant other does all they can to think about you you don't have to think about yourself because you're both thinking about each other and you will meet in the middle very comfortably that's the evidence of whether or not you truly love your significant other you're thinking of things to do to make them happy like you know what i'm getting home early before them maybe i can do the dishes so she doesn't have to or so he doesn't have to or i get home before they do and you know i know they're going to be tired let me go ahead and make dinner tonight or let me go ahead and take them out tonight let me just give like sit there and make them a nice warm bubble bath so they can relax because i know they're tired from working all day I just want to give them a little bit of relaxation time because I know they won't get that any other time. If you have kids with your partner, you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But I know my significant other is also tired because they've been home all day or they've been with the kids all day. So I'm going to give them a little bit of time for peace. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to take the kids. I'm going to leave and give them some a couple of hours of them time so they can relax and just rejuvenate, get some sleep and just kind of rebuild and just get some energy and spend some time alone. That's the evidence of whether or not you truly love your significant other. Do I love my kids? There are different situations that stop some parents from being around their kids, even though they want to be there. But if you are using your kid as a weapon to keep to hurt the parent that you're keeping them from, you are showing 100% evidence that you do not love your child because kids are not weapons. You should never use your child as a weapon to hurt your significant other or the, the father or mother of your child just because you have a personal vendetta against them. Just because you don't like them doesn't give you the right to hurt your child, 
to make a point. If they are good parents and they they are doing their best to cultivate a healthy environment of, of parenting, you have no right to keep that child from that parent. It is imperative that you stop using, if you are one of those individuals that does this, it's imperative that you stop using your child as a weapon. If you don't, the result is almost guaranteed you're going to lose a relationship with that child when that child becomes 18 because they're going to go look for their other parent, especially that other parent is alive. They're going to want to know. And there's going to be nothing you can do to keep them apart. At some point, they're going to go looking. When they move out and have their own life, they're going to go looking for their other parent. And then that other parent's probably going to have a lot of evidence like, hey, I tried to be there for you, but your parent, your, your parent would not let me be there. I tried. They stopped me in every whim and they threatened to do X, Y, Z to me if I, if I try to come see you. And I felt it was the best decision was to go ahead and just stay out of your life until you got old enough so that I can show you I never forgot about you. I love you. So if you truly love your kids, don't use them as a weapon. That's one one big one right there. That's how you know if you truly love your kids. That's one big step. Two, even though you could be doing one thing, you would rather spend time investing in the future of your child or children by showing them things, by teaching them things, by going up to read to them. When I was a kid, my mom was you know, the sole provider of my family. She was a, a single mother and she was working a job, putting herself to school. And you know, we basically kind of did a lot to take care of ourselves you know we didn't do a hundred percent but you know we because my mother was so busy trying to take care of us put herself through school and studying we happened we had to make a number of meals you know we had to go out and clean the house we had a lot of chores to do because we had to kind of do what she didn't have the time to do we were all a team and looking back i really really wish i would have done so much more because that she was a superhero to me she just did so much you know and that's just the honest truth but my mom would come home every night. She would go to like on the weekends when she wasn't working, we would go to the local library and we get like 20 books that I know we're not gonna read, but we get a bunch of books. And you know, I was 13 years old and I was still doing this. She would come in there, she would put me on one of her, under her, one of her arms and my younger brother under the other arm and she would spend time reading to us. I don't remember any of the stories that she read, but I remember the time that she took to read those stories to us, even though she fell asleep and just about every story she read, she fell asleep because she was exhausted, but she sat there and she just read to us and she tried to show us that we were her life, her world. She was exhausted when she got her tax returns and she got a little extra money. She was excited to spend it on us because she didn't have much more to do that. And we were honestly weren't expecting it because it was a blessing. And I'm so grateful that that my mother taught us what true value is and true treasure is. And it had nothing to do with finances. It had everything to do with spending time with the right people that you love. Well, my mom couldn't or something like she would come home and you know we would always say a prayer together as a family and she would be so tired when it was her turn to pray that sometimes she would actually start praying for food like she's doing the prayer for the food and we don't even have food at the time we're we're kneeling on in, on the couch just you know saying our prayers before we go to bed and she was sitting there and like lord please bless the food 
and Lord, please bless the food. And she would, she was exhausted, like sleep praying, <laughs> if that's a thing. And it, but I would laugh at those moments. But looking back, they were so precious because she showed us the value of time, of prayer, of setting that example. Even though you're exhausted, some things are more important than sleep. And she showed us that she loved us by sacrificing time to be with us rather than sleeping so that she can work tomorrow with more energy. That was the mother I was blessed to have. The best Christmas I ever had, or excuse me, the best birthday I ever had during that time. I don't remember, I don't think she even bought me a present because we didn't have the money. She came back home and she's like, baby, I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't have money for any presents. I can't get you a gift. She almost started crying. I said, mom, don't worry about it. All I want for, for my birthday is you. I just want to spend time with you. That's what matters most. So she started going around to, uh, she's like, no, I'm going to find a way to make you a cake. She started walking, you know, from door to door to our neighbors, asking them for little ingredients. Because the, the only money that she had was enough just to buy her some cake mix. So she went door to door asking people if she can borrow a couple of eggs and a little bit of milk and a couple of things here and a couple of things there. And she made me a cake. I don't remember what it looked like. I don't even remember what it tasted like. I don't remember, you know, the quality of that cake. I don't even think it was a professional. I know it wasn't a professionally beautiful cake. I just know that it was a cake that my mom walked around the neighborhood around people we knew our neighbors to ask for help because she wanted to show me that I was so important at the minimum she was going to make me a cake and she made me a cake that was the best birthday I ever had as a kid not a single wrap present because I didn't care about that but my mother showed me true value and true love by sacrificing what it, her pride and her dignity to walk and ask other people for help just so she can make me a cake. That is a testament that you love your kids. That you will do all you can to choose them over what you would rather be doing. Of course, there's balance. You need to have time for yourself as well. But your kids need to know you love them because of what you invest in them and that has nothing to do with money it has everything to do with time attention and patience next we hear so many people talk about i love like i, I hear so many people who call themselves christians throw around the term i love you i love you brother i love you but then so many people would judge these individuals or talk about them behind their back or or chasing them or, or gossip about them. So their actions yet again betray the words. And then we often hear people say, like we so many people talk about and say, and this is a spoiler, we're gonna talk about God for a little bit right now. So many people say, I love God, but I I love him in my own way. So when you say but, that like negates everything you said right before that. That's like saying, I love my wife, but I enjoy being with other women as well. So you're basically saying, I don't love my wife because I enjoy being with other women. 
that but just takes away and cancels out everything you just said before that word so when you say i love god but you're not because the standard he says if you love me keep my commandments if you love your significant other you will be faithful and honorable to that person there's no changing that that's just an automatic law if you love somebody you will do only right by them so if you truly love god are you showing it through your actions are you doing your best are you absolutely doing your best could you be doing more if you could be doing more why aren't you is it because you're tired well if you have kids and you're an average parent if not a good parent when your kids are crying in the middle of the night as babies do you just sit there and say suck it up and i'll come over there with a bottle in the morning no you get up you sacrifice your sleep and you get over there and you you go take care of them you give them a bottle you change your diaper you make sure they're okay and you rock them back to sleep you spend that time sacrificing sleep over them why not do the same thing if not more with the one who gave you that child why would we rather sleep than spend time with the one who gives us the roof over our head the job that we have because you could be unemployed it's better a job you don't really necessarily like rather than no job at all in a very expensive uh, uh, economy it's better to have a car that you don't necessarily think is the most beautiful than to have to walk everywhere you go having air to breathe rather than you know like that's not necessarily the cleanest rather than sitting there and not being able to breathe at all i'm telling you you're going to be appreciative of air once you start suffocating so the point is is that why are we saying i love god but we're not showing it maybe it's because you can't see him physically because i'm confident just about everybody listening and everybody who's not listening if god were to walk into your house I think just about most of us would be embarrassed on how our house looks like, man, I got dishes in the sink or I have laundry that's undone. I'd be afraid that like, oh, man, my bed's not made. Oh, my gosh, I got leftover pizza from a week ago inside my fridge. <laughs> you know, I think I think we'd be very embarrassed. We'd be like, please don't come in. Please don't come in the house like maybe we like but when somebody you're getting ready for a hot date that's going to come over you know you get all your stuff ready you you're up there you're like yeah this house is going to smell good uh you know it's going to be clean it's going to be orderly so when they come in they're like oh my gosh your your house is clean like, oh yeah yeah that's that's I, that's how i am i'm very clean but they have no idea that you just stuffed all your dirty laundry in your closet <laughs> because they're like oh there's no towels in the restroom where are your towels at and then you're like Oh, in the hall closet and right when the words come out you remember oh crap all my laundry's in the closet so you start yelling no don't open the closet and then of course that person wants to open the closet because now you're saying don't open the closet they want to see and then like four dead bodies pop out i really hope none of you have had four dead bodies pop out of your your closet that would be really dark but like you know you start having all this stuff fall out and you're just embarrassed and then she starts laughing but you'd be super embarrassed because now that person knows <laughs> you lied. You're not a clean person. You're just putting up a front. 
So I, I go back to the original concept. If you truly love dot, 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 your kids, your significant other, your friends, your church brothers and sisters, your family members, God, whatever the case may be, your actions will show that. If you love your parents, are you calling them at least once a week? Are you looking for opportunities to call them or are you choosing to listen to music in traffic rather than spend a couple of minutes talking to them? Because there's a lot of things I know they would have rather have done, but they decided to stay at home and babysit you and change your diaper and give you bottles. Maybe even bring you from another country to their country and spend tons of time and money trying to adopt you. Adopt you, excuse me. It's not easy to adopt a child. There's so much red tape. They go through a lot of crap to be able to adopt somebody. Whether it be from this country, especially those from other countries, it's even harder. So are we showing our parents that we're grateful for what they've done for us? Maybe you had a bad parent. Maybe you had parents that were just toxic and bad. But still, you're alive. You made it. You can take charge of that opportunity and say, I'm going to give you love you did not deserve. Because guess what? God gives us love we don't deserve. Not a single one of us deserves love, but he gives it to us. Your kids, they're worthy of love. They're pure. Even if they're bad rascals, they're still the most pure creation. So I ask, do you truly love dot, dot, dot? If you don't, if your actions betray your words, there's some work to do. If you truly love your children, show them. Not by just providing the basic needs, but going above and beyond because love requires above and beyond attention service, action. Anyone can make a complaint, but those who truly have passion go above and beyond to put action behind the complaint, to get response, to get resolution. If you truly love your significant other, do only right by them. Go above and beyond to show them through service, through attentiveness, through love, through honesty, integrity, and fidelity. If you love your parents, show them. If you love members of your congregation, whether it be church, Alcoholics Anonymous, Foodaholics uh, Anonymous, or any other organization, if you truly love these individuals, show them. Invest time. Don't just speak the words. If you love God, keep his commandments. There are things we can all improve on. Don't just give your bare minimum and don't justify when you fall short. Condemn your own actions and learn from them. Move forward doing your absolute best not to repeat them. Because in the end, we're all going to be responsible for what we've done. So, uh, love who you love, but let your actions show it, not just your words. 
a deaf person should be able to feel your love if that is a person you love if you take all the actions or if you take all the words out of out of a relationship do you know that your significant other truly loves you if you just look at only actions as the evidence of love or absence thereof if your actions are not strong enough to prove it you're in the wrong relationship or you are the wrong person for that relationship either you deserve better or they deserve better or neither of you deserve better maybe you got some work to do just a little bit of food for thought love who you love but show it love is an action word not just hot air and vocal cords thank you so much for spending time on a real talk with rj signing out